0: Hi everybody, my name is Ashley
1: and I'm Mark and we work at the Free Spirit Collective which is a integrative psychology and well-being centre here in Dubai
0: and this is our podcast Say It Out Loud and all we're trying to do is break down the basics and help dispel some myths around mental health and well-being
1: and it's really short because we know that life's busy and who wants to listen for a podcast for an hour and we're going to condense it down for you in 10 minutes. <laughs>
0: Okay, episode 10 so it is a sensitive topic this week isn't it grief and it's something that most people will be familiar with in one way or another um so let's just use this 10 minutes to kind of dig into it a little bit and talk about what it means what it can look like and how we can deal with it I suppose so Mark what on earth is grief?
1: Yeah it's um it's a it's a really it's quite a difficult um subject I think and uh as you say unfortunately with uh, death is something that unites us all and um i don't know i don't think we necessarily talk about it uh, mm. a lot um but and I, I think that's why we wanted to include this as a as a topic um it can be it can be really really hard and um because people can be like i don't know how to grieve you know mm. and like there's this like concept and one of the things that i think um, personally it's just absolute nonsense it's just like whole stages of grief
0: mm-hmm. you know and
1: they say there's the five stages of grief where you go through denial and then you go through anger and bargaining and then depression and then all of a sudden magically to acceptance yeah. and it's just not a linear experience mm-hmm. like that and when you
0: describe that all I can imagine is like a big scribble because you visit some and then they leave and then they come back again Yeah,
1: that's it, grief is, is complicated and mm-hmm there's just no right way to do it and there's no rule book um mm-hmm. there you know there's no real time frame either i don't think mm-hmm. i think that if it persists over a, a long period of time and we're talking many months and into kind of years i think it might be a good idea to you know perhaps reach out um i know particularly in in uh, in dubai there's there's lots of support around grief which mm-hmm. is fantastic um and um but yeah i think i just found that whole like stages of thing stages of grief uh, unhelpful um Mm -hmm. for people that are in the midst of it to feel like they have to be a certain way or go through a certain thing
0: or reach the next stage even yeah
1: yeah yeah. and it's like no just take your time Mm -hmm. you know just experience what you need to experience and what you are experiencing is, is okay and then one thing I did quite like, there's uh, James Warden who does a lot of research into into grief and he says the four tasks of grief. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily like, you know, as in you have to hit these stages, but this is sort of the what you experience and it's accept the reality of the loss. Mm-hmm. I think that can be really hard. I think grief is it's very confusing. Yeah. Uh, and I know in my own experience of grief... Uh, being confused has been a, a part of that process, and that it's hard to uh, sort of accept, in many ways, the fact that maybe in, you know an individual. If we're talking, you know, and grief encompasses many different things. It's not mm-hmm. just all about death of, a, of an individual, you know. Um, and I, I kind of go back onto that a little bit later, but. if if we are talking about grief in the the loss of somebody it's very hard for our sort of logic brains for somebody that's perhaps been in our lives Mm -hmm. all of our lives for them then not to be there Mm -hmm. so trying to kind of wrap our head around that and I, I think the cognitive part of ourselves takes time to kind of catch up with the emotional element sometimes and then once we've you know got to that acceptance or, you know, started to accept the reality of the loss It's then process the pain of the loss. And I think this is something that lots of us avoid um, in that it's really hard to t- about turn and face grief. It hurts. Mm-hmm. It feels very uncomfortable. Um, we don't necessarily know what we're meant to be doing, mm-hmm. uh, in inverted commas, and so often we avoid it and we might, you know, engage in, in various different things that you know sort of short-term feel like they're helpful but actually in the long run it's, it's really not um and then next is to as I said to, to adjust to the world without the deceased if we are looking at it from from that kind of perspective it's mm-hmm. it, that is a huge adjustment to to not hear their voice to not yeah. see their face to it's so so hard and then the final part is to find that enduring connection with them, with the deceased, in the midst of embarking on this on a new mm-hmm. life, because the life will, won't be the same; it will completely change. It's not that we go back to normal, but that kind of sense of of connection, and we and we all do that in different ways. And you know, some people might do it through religion or spirituality, and you know, and for others, it will be completely different. But finding whatever that connection is um, for you, mm-hmm. and I know for, for for me as an individual, is definitely spirituality. Like I find great comfort. Um, from spirituality and that sense of connection that I still feel but that's not going to be you know the same for everybody Mm. and um, Mm -hmm. yeah it's finding your own way
0: yeah and you make a good point as well about um, grief showing up in different ways because I've heard someone talk before about like you were mentioning someone passes away there's almost like a finality about that and you Mm. have to you know find this new way of life and the other part of it is like the breakup of something and that confusion. So people that go through a divorce or a breakup yeah. or you know it's any kind of trauma yeah. in that way, and then it's yes. finding a way to manage that grief because the person could still be there. So it's like
1: yeah, you know, yeah. managing that. Yeah, it can be the loss of of a vision, right? We mm. talk about divorce, absolutely. We, you you know when you go when you get married, you know from till death do us part, it, mm-hmm. you you enter in into it with that vision of spending the rest of your life with somebody and then all of a sudden that vision is is taken away Mm -hmm. and there absolutely there's there's grief kind of associated with that even again when somebody maybe gets a a terminal diagnosis Mm. that's grief because uh, and dementia I think is 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 horrendous but you lose the person before they pass away, you know, mm-hmm. and they've stopped being that person that you used to know. So it's like a double kind of grief associated with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we apply for a job and we don't get it and we grieve that that loss of, yeah, again, I really have my heart on that and it's 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 incredibly painful. Um, mm-hmm. It's it is really, uh, it's a tricky old thing, but I wanted to also, you know, utilise this um, space to kind of share some myths I think around grief um, and we do a psychological first aid course at, at the Free Spirit Collective and um, not that this is a plug for that but we do talk <laughs> about grief and this is some of the things I share on the course so it's kind of how the, the course is uh, how to I guess, help support others that mm-hmm. are going um, through challenging times um, so some of the myths that we discuss on on this course are um the pain will go away faster if you ignore it and i think i you know kind of already mentioned that in uh, in um James warden's four tasks of grief uh yeah, it doesn't when we mm-hmm. unprocessed emotions they just stay they don't go um we the only way to kind of get them out is to to process them and make space for them um something we hear a lot is it's important to be strong in the face mm-hmm. of grief um Some people feel very responsible for other people and they have to look after them and to be the strong one, you know, and totally get it. But we have to make our own space to Mm grieve too and to be vulnerable and to experience grief because if we don't do it then, you know, it it will come up at a, um, a later stage. Something else we hear a lot is if I'm, you know, if I'm not crying then I'm not grieving and again, it, it's that pressure to kind of show that you're thinking about them. And am I allowed to laugh? Am I allowed mm-hmm. to kind of move on? And yeah, like it, it, this is a part of, of life and trying to, to make sense of it. And just because you're not crying every moment of every day doesn't mean that, you know, you didn't love them or you don't think about them. Um you know it's it, we have to give ourselves the space to feel what we authentically need to feel and if that isn't sadness at the time then it's not sadness you mm-hmm. know it, it, that's that's okay um, and the final one I, w- I just wanted to share and I think particularly from a, from, uh, a man's perspective I guess mm-hmm. um, is that men don't want to talk about their grief I think we do, Yeah, absolutely we do we need to find, you know there's a lot of work and I think this is another episode in itself, men's mental health mm-hmm. but There's a lot of work we need to do on this as a topic, but absolutely men still want to talk about it and need to find that space, but... Um,
0: yeah. It comes back to like a previous episode we had on stigma. But again, for me, that's sometimes the language. You know, even, I think we've mentioned this in other episodes, when it's like man up. that mm. someone might say after someone's passing on you need to just man up and get on with it. And you're like, yes. no, this language just can be so damaging. Yeah. Um, the other thing, just before I ask you to maybe share something, a story from your life about grief, um, I wanted to just ask about, you know that thing where someone that you know is grieving and quite often people don't know how to respond to that because Mm -hmm. grief is such a personal thing yeah so sometimes like you said people will avoid it or they'll say you'll be fine soon this will pass but but then other phrases you hear around grief are like i've got no words i don't know there's nothing i can say yeah so how would you say um someone can support someone else is that something you covered in the first yeah, aid it is oh wonderful
1: look it, it's really important to we go through this on the course what to say what not to what say, not to say yeah. um we just have to validate the grief that's the most important thing and so things that you shouldn't say mm-hmm. is like um uh, they they wouldn't want you to be sad you shouldn't feel that way mm. um any statement beginning with at least.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, as Brené yeah. would say, that is not from a place of empathy. No. Um, um, and then you have to be strong for, um, you know, death is a part of life. You have to accept this. It's, it's really not very helpful. So um, what could you say? It's things like, I can't imagine how you're feeling, but I am here to listen. You know, mm-hmm. you're really validating that that sense of grief because we don't know how anybody feels yeah. we don't we don't know what it's like for them even if we have experienced grief ourselves it's still their unique experience of
0: mm-hmm.
1: it um you know make it personal if you're not 100 percent sure of the person as a friend you say what was their loved one name what were they like um what was your relationship like you know you can still reflect on the really wonderful things too mm-hmm. um and saying things like um you know i'm here to listen for as long as you need Um, it's okay to feel what you're feeling there's no right or wrong way to feel Um, it's important to give yourself everything uh, to give yourself permission to feel everything you are you know these are really really validating statements that um, Mm -hmm. and just let them know it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be upset
0: so what about you then any stories that you're comfortable with sharing it's quite like we said the personal thing isn't yeah. it so it's a hard one to be like okay tell us a story but I'm yeah sure there's something you can yeah
1: share. as we say it's something unfortunately that touches all of our lives um and mine is i had a really strange experience and i, I feel i don't know a little one un- um I'm comfortable sharing it in some ways because I don't want to sort of diminish other people's kind of experience of grief and I have lost individuals in my life, but I've really struggled i, I grew up with a dog and um Bonnie and mm-hmm. she's a lovely golden retriever and i have i think she came into our lives I must have been like six or seven and then um yeah, I was at university when she sadly mm-hmm. passed away and so she was with, with me and with us as a family for like a huge part of, for my life growing up. And I found mm-hmm. it really hard adjusting to life without her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I remember coming home and opening the door and she must have passed for a couple of years by this point, maybe even a bit longer, and just expecting to see her. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: And that profound sense of sadness <laughs> Of mm-hmm. loss and and it made no sense because uh, like when I you know logically when I stood back I was like yeah, Mark you know Bonnie's been dead for years mm-hmm. w- why you know what's going on and you just never know when you'll get these like grief yeah. m- moments that come up and they just bite and it hurt it mm-hmm. really hurt um, and then yeah you know I kind of walked in and nobody knew and I just you know mm. processed it in my own time but. You know, you will get these moments every once in a while. It doesn't matter how long, you know, grief doesn't diminish over time. We learn to grow around our grief. We don't stop loving people. We don't stop loving things. And we just have to adjust to this world with with, with our grief. And, um, yeah. Mm. that's that was my story and so it might resonate with others that they just get these moments
0: yeah and I'm sure people can resonate with that like you said you know I know certainly within my own family um people still say oh I went to go and pick up the phone and call someone the other day and mm. yeah it's just almost like the, your heart remembers but sometimes your your brain forgets or that's yeah it. so it's, yeah. it's a hard one but I think talking about it in this open way is just so valuable and mm like you said it does touch everyone it's everyone's life yeah so um i know you kind of mentioned some things earlier about what to say and what not to say but Mm. is there any more kind of specific takeaways you want to share
1: i think it it, i I kind of mentioned it um a couple of moments ago grief doesn't diminish over time Mm. so if you are struggling with it like it's okay and honestly, the, the support groups that are available for grief are really powerful. It's amazing what that collective experience can do. So my practical tip would be as a personal um, kind of uh, space for you and to, to reach out and to, be, to try and embrace that vulnerability, I guess, because it, it, they can be really, really helpful spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, just do it for you.
0: And I think also um, for all types of grief, like you mentioned at the beginning, although it um, can be really upsetting when people pass, but mm. like you said before, there's other types of grief that affect us, so there's definitely groups that can support with that also.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Okay,
0: well, thanks for that and sharing with us today. So we're going coming back next week for episode 11? Is yeah. this 10? I think so. <laughs> 11. I think so. Okay, get in touch with us as always.
1: thanks so much for listening everyone we really appreciate your time if you want to get in touch with us please feel free to reach out either via instagram at the free spirit collective or on our facebook page or check out our website at the freespiritcollective.earth
0: from our instagram and website you'll find out our community events so if you're in dubai it would be lovely for you to come and visit us at the center on happiness street